0: Hello, beautiful listener, this is Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends recap romance novels while giggling, regaling you with anecdotes, and swooning over love stories. This week, we're going to start with a podcast shout out. The Black Romance Podcast features conversations with Black writers, editors, and scholars of romance fiction with the goal of creating an oral history of Black Romance. In absolutely amazing interviews, guests talk to host Judy Moody Freeman about a range of experiences, their difficulties in trying to publish love stories with Black characters, their favorite books, writing and teaching about Black romance, traditional versus self-publishing, publishing queer romance, the impetus for writing books that focus on inclusion and uplifting racial themes, and more. The intergenerational voices of writers and industry professionals you're going to hear from are building a much-needed archive on the production and publication of Black Romance. So far, Julie has interviewed Sandra Kitt, Brenda Jackson, Beverly Jenkins, and the Vivian Stevens with more Romance Giants to come. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts and follow her on Twitter at blk. Underscore Romance. I cannot wait for you to hear this podcast. All right, now we've got a fabulous new release for you. You had me at Ola by Alexis Daria. Here we go. Hi, Erin. Hey, Mel. How are you?
1: Good. Good, yeah.
0: great. Good, uh, are you feeling awesome. good? Yes. Are you feeling great about today?
1: Si, sí, por supuesto.
0: Yeah. Oh! Aaron's I'm gonna so be- ready. Such a show-off during this episode. Just FYI, Mm -hmm.
1: HBs. menos. I was a Spanish major, (laughs) but I was bad at it. (laughs) Often I would read Spanish out loud in class, and then Senora Porta Carrero would say, good, and now in Spanish, and I would say it was in Spanish. (laughs) How are you? I've heard that you're a big celebrity now.
0: Oh, well. I I heard, I heard that
1: you were a big voice actress (sighs) celebrity now.
0: I'm a bit of a voice actress now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Have you been dealing
1: with a lot of paparazzi, a lot of requests <laughs> for interviews and gossip columns like we saw in this book?
0: I'm shocked I still have a front door. If I'm being honest with you, they've just been beating it down. You really? Know? I'm
1: shocked you're still on this podcast, oh. um, to be honest <laughs> with you. I mean, this is small
0: beans <laughs> in
1: comparison to what you're doing these days, you know? <laughs>
0: Everybody, I recorded an audio book, and I'm really, Woo! really excited about it. Yeah, <laughs> tell us all about it. Tell us everything. Okay, well, it is called All at Once by Brill Harper, narrated by Melody Carlisle, and <laughs> um, <laughs> and it is a um, it's a menage between two cowboys who grew up together. And the yeah, college student that they hire to be their housekeeper over the summer. And it is awesome. Like the book, it, I loved the book. Start to finish. I loved it. She's a virgin. And I not yeah, only did it.
1: Okay. Okay. We've got Virgin. We've got Minaj. Is our do swords cross in the menage?
0: Swords cross. Ca- yeah, nice. It's got one of the best epilogues, in my humble opinion, that I've ever seen. You better really. You better listen to that epilogue, Erin. <laughs> okay, and then so it's best friends. It's a friends mm-hmm. to lovers slash are employees. The Cowboys are they already lovers when no. college girl comes in? No, mm. they fall in love. Ooh. They're best friends and and over the course of the novel they realize that they've loved each other all their lives. They just didn't have the tools Ooh. to express it.
1: They <laughs> did have the tools to express it, and they I bet they did. did. Oh
0: boy, <laughs> do they. Yeah, some of my favorite scenes are when the boys like have to really put down their defenses and and take the leap and just like, you know, go down on each other or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: <laughs> it's great stuff
0: <sighs> yeah so all at once by brill harper narrated by melody carlisle it's a Get big sight. <laughs>
1: can i tell you a story about my preparation for oh my god melody what's up uh, i am still wearing a bra from earlier <gasps> when i did a presentation i'm a idiot oh god Ugh, be done just, with that bra ugh. get right, it gone girl that off. there you go i was wondering what was wrong i just felt <sighs> bad <Huh>. yeah <laughs> that's gone all right Uh, erin has been say?
0: liberated
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> my preparation for reading this book yeah um so i didn't read this very fast we we were gonna record friday and then when we pushed it back i was like oh i have so much more reading time and then i didn't And last night I was like not very far in, and David's out of town, and he was telling me that he is at a hotel that has free drinks. What? Yeah.
0: Explain that. And I know,
1: I know, in quarantine listen, I get it. It's it's a necessary trip, but they bring you they bring you free drinks at the hotel that he's in. They just come to him,
0: and I was very
1: jealous of this situation. Yeah, home. And so I drank a cider and it hurt me. Your intolerance. I know. And it hurt me and I felt hot and bad. And my tummy felt bad and I had a headache. It killed me. Yes
0: why do you even have cider in your house?
1: Well, so then I texted David. Did I send you the screenshot of my text to no. David?
0: <laughs> so I texted David
1: and I was like, I drank a cider and I feel bad. And he was like, oh no, you're intolerant. And I was like, why do you even have cider in this house? You shouldn't even yeah. have it here. You know I'm allergic to it. It's like when the yeah. dogs got into butter that time because we left it on the table. Like, you shouldn't have it. It shouldn't be out. It's, it's your fault that I got in to it and he was just like no this is definitely your fault (laughs) (laughs) anyway so i was messaging with some hbs about um my cider problem and i sent a a picture of me like reaching out in in, like in in the death (laughs) rattle being like cider kill me is killing me and um please send if you if you have the opportunity please read all of you had me at Ola, (laughs) and then send (laughs) send notes on each of the chapters and also like a few jokes and maybe some banter (laughs) (laughs) and then so hb holly hb bethany of uh clippy um allie Like, uh, Jackie was part of it. They all got together. and They started reading the book and sending me notes. And then I felt like an asshole. I'm like, no, this is my job. I I was kidding. It was a joke. But then they started sending fake plot points. Like, oh oh, man, when, when Ashton got his hand bit off by that velociraptor, (laughs) it was crazy. Like hoping that I would, um, be like, Melody, how about this part? When, um... (laughs) anyway so i just thought i'd shout out uh they were these hbs are so they're devout. wonderful they were prepared to read the book and do <laughs> your homework for you <laughs> right <laughs> yeah like write jokes <laughs> for me <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't fire
0: me from podcasts i mean bless them as if we write jokes you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: and like when we do a joke that is like a complete joke that like comes back around and is a full joke we're we applaud so impressed ourselves. with ourselves yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we literally clap all right oh my gosh i loved this book i loved, I loved every this book. single moment of this book everybody okay no stop the podcast right now listener but, i'm talking to you you oh. listen to me right now. Yeah. It's just you and me right now. Erin's not even Can here I still- anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. Shh. I'm having a private moment with listener. <laughs> Sorry. Let me know how she is. <laughs> <laughs> if you have not read this book, turn this off. Go read this book. Request it from your library. Buy it from whoever you need to. Order it from Love Sweet Arrow or The Ripped Bodice. Do See. what you have to do. You get this book in your brain. Do it. Yes, la
1: verdad. Necesitas yes. leerlo. Por
0: what Aaron por. said. Okay. Now. Hello, Aaron. You're welcome back. Hello. You came early. Hi. Uh, oh yeah. I here I am. <laughs> 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 Whoops. This book is so good. It was
1: so good, and it's so um, it's snippy, snappy, frothy, yeah. short, still very deep. It's the antidote. Whatever you just read was that Midnight Sun. Wh- was whatever it, it is. This is the best book to get over your reading slump. Yeah, that's the one. It's easy. It goes down so easy. And I can't remember, when was the last book we read? Like, okay, listen, Act Like It was fantastic. Yeah. I loved Act Like It. It was. But there wasn't any, like on-page like mm, sex uh-huh and there is and this some one has at least three page. really yeah. sexy sex scenes oh boy yeah this was just, when was the last time we just read like a good solid contemporary with like really hot on-page sex it's been a while <sighs>
0: I can't think of one at the moment. My, I think the I last know, one on the podcast like... was probably um, The Right Swipe by Alicia Rye, but that was you and Cole. That was so long ago. And it was so long ago. Yeah. And again, I'm
1: not trying to shit on Act Like It, which was a really, no. really good book. But this just felt like
0: it gave me my life back after yes, Midnight Sun. Yes, because act like it, yada yada, all the sex. It was a beu- It was beautifully written,
1: mm-hmm. even
0: though it was yada yadded. But you know us, listener. Yeah, we're dirty birds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so. I do
1: feel like this <laughs> felt really extra good after mm. that drought of Midnight Sun. Oh boy! Like, it was the first cool glass of water. I know. After I being was so, so parched, Erin. So. <laughs>
0: for so long my throat long. was
1: burning yeah, and then my yeah. and
0: then like my pants were sort of burning but it was a new sensation and it was not i couldn't understand i can't it.
1: go with you on it the rest a of this good metaphor. burning
0: my know, part like of the Edward. metaphor
1: was when we were thirsty and this was a cool sip of water the pants burning <laughs> metaphor is just for melody and listener i'm not
0: <laughs> sure <laughs> but this week we've got you had me at Ola by Alexis Daria. Okay. Okay. We've got All Jasmine. Right. Chapter Jasmine.
1: one. Chapter one.
0: Jasmine's dumped. at her abuela's house in the Bronx. Yes. And uh, she's looking on her goddamn abuelita's refrigerator and that traitor. I'm sorry if my mom ever had a tabloid of me that said dumped just because I looked quote unquote pretty? No. Abuela. I, I kind of <laughs> love it because she's just, I know, like, I do she was fantastic in that photo.
1: Because, like, the, the feelings that Jasmine has about being, like, played and dumped by this rock star, yeah. which is what happened is just like, I you know, it's no it's no big deal. You know, like she right. knows who Jasmine is and she knows she's fantastic and looks fantastic in this photo, and she doesn't mm-hmm. give a shit what the tabloids say. And I kind of I like agree. that about I her. I do, I Abuela. loved it
0: too. I just think it's really funny to call a grandmother a traitor. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> she's hanging out with her
1: cousins.
0: Yes, Ava. Wonderful cousins. And the I just other say one? Michelle. Not only is there hot, Michelle? hot sex Michelle, yeah, Michelle and Ava. Yeah. This is also a big giant lady love. It is big giant lady love this thing
1: manages to have like lady loves and like kids and family and also yeah. like conquering hard issues and Very also like it issues everything you want and it, somehow it's packaged up into this little short and sweet romance it's great yeah
0: and and like super sexy too did we mention that anyway
1: yeah we did we so, mentioned it
0: They go down to the basement because that's where they hang out. They've hung out there since childhood. That's sort of like their safe haven against the world. So they're hanging out down there drinking wine out of plastic cups my favorite thing in the world yes they're making a plan because jasmine was just dumped by a rock star and she found out via the tabloids she found out
1: through the tabloids that he was dating another lady that looks just like her
0: right Oof. and of course the tabloids are spinning it to be like she's so desperate she can't yeah. hold a man she yeah why is why does jasmine suck so bad is she stinky it's like the
1: tabloids are like (laughs) why is she boring and bad yeah i love that (laughs) i I don't love that but i just i feel like it's a hilarious way to start a romance novel
0: absolutely so she's down there and she's like ladies i've got a plan it's called the leading lady plan well because okay she's got a new job yes and she
1: already knows that she has this new job and she's going to be so it's a netflix version of Mm -hmm. a it's an American remake
0: of a telenovela.
1: Yeah, right. I don't remember the country of origin of the telenovela. Neither but do I. It's a remake. Kind of like, so if you've watched Reina del Sur or... Mm. They said Jane the Virgin. Was Jane the Virgin originally a telenovela? I don't know. I mean, it draws heavily but they also said Ugly Betty, which was also an English yes. version of a telenovela. So it's like, yeah. okay, Netflix is getting on this train of like, these are kind of taking off. And this is like right. a thing that works. And so now they're going to do this kind of like... Half English, half in Spanish, um, remake of this telenovela, and here it's called Carmen in Charge, and it's yes. about a PR specialist. And it's like Empire. It's like she's, it's like their family, and they're running this PR firm, and she's yeah. Carmen, who's oh, in and charge. Oh, she's the title character. Eee! She's going to be a leading lady, and so she needs to make a plan for her life so that right. she can like live up to her new role as a leading lady. That's
0: right. And so that she yes. can she can make her dreams come true you guys. And so the first one is leading ladies. the first uh, rule is leading ladies are only in tabloids for good reasons. So, like, yes. no bad breakups, no craziness. Like, I don't know how you get into a tabloid for a good reason. I feel like the well, rule I should be don't be in tabloids.
1: No, it says don't, don't. Um, It says that leading lady, she says something like leading ladies don't end up in tabloids or something like that. And then the cousin oh. is like, no, we need to frame these. I can't wait for this cousin's book. The one that's like positive. Oh, I know. She's like, you need to frame these positively and things that you can, like, control. That's what because- you shouldn't have it shouldn't be based on negative things so you need to say leading ladies only end up on magazine covers for good reasons yes so like because you've done you're out there accomplishing things so that's rule number one
0: i love i love ava i'm very excited i hope she gets a book okay the next one is Leading ladies don't need a man to be happy, and of course they reframe it and they say leading ladies are whole and happy on their own. Yes, and then the third one they turn it into leading ladies are badass queens making heffa moves. Oh. Hot, it's so much
1: energy. It's going to be right. the best. So that's her plan. Yes, and then her phone rings. And it turns out that the love interest that was on going to be cast for Carmen in Charge, which is Carmen's ex-husband who comes back in the picture, who's like a a rock star that needs PR help.
0: Oh, he's a rock star bad boy. He's a bad boy rock star.
1: (laughs) Somehow, (laughs) the leading man, the actor, has, like, fallen and, like, broken all of his bones. He tripped and fell. fell. He did
0: a big fall. Mm-hmm. He tripped
1: and fought, fell not skiing in Aspen and <laughs> broke all of his bones. Yep. Which I thought was very funny. But I, when they said that he wasn't skiing because it was summertime, I thought he was mountain biking because one time David mountain biked and broke all his bones in, <laughs> in a ski resort in the summer. Did I
0: tell you that? No, that's Did a I very David things? thing to
1: do though. Oh gosh, and it was like two hours before we had to go for a wedding to a wedding. He didn't break all his bones, but he got real beat up. And he kept having to... He kept putting on shirts and then like bleeding through all the shirts and we like we we were like bandaging his whole torso to like make sure the blood didn't come through it was a mess and we were pretty sure he had a concussion he couldn't lift his arms above his head all night it was rough anyway it was fine it was fine we went to the hospital after the wedding and he was fine
0: there you go so anyway so he's he's out he's out he's out and somebody else is in somebody else is in our hero Ashton Suarez Ashton Suarez the El Duque de Amor um the 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 golden lion the, the they say so many of his roles the he's the he, new sheriff in town you guys and it's very yes. exciting he also did play a sheriff he's like a
1: veteran telenovela actor he's had yes. all these leading roles on telenovelas even though his last one i guess he was like killed off early he was the villain El hombre
0: seductor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> And he is their grandmother's favorite, 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 favorite actor in like all the world.
0: Yes. And it is very exciting. And so they're planning her 80th birthday party uh, and it's supposed to be after Carmen wraps. And so they're like, you have to get Ashton Suarez to come to Abuela's 80th birthday. You have to. And she's like, I can't like that's a lot to ask of a person, let alone a co-worker. And they're like, you have to. So she agrees <laughs> to try. She, they say this is very important. They say that they will let her out of all party planning duties if she gets him to agree.
1: Which I think is a big deal because I was just kind of like, so what? Like buying the decorations or something? No, you guys, this party no. is like really serious. It's like a wedding. Yeah. Like when it gets to the end, it's like there's flower arrangements. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Also, in this conversation, it's dropped. So Jasmine is... She's a soap opera actor. She speaks some Spanish, but not a lot.
0: Yeah, because her mom is Filipina, and her dad is Puerto Rican. Yes. And so her mom doesn't speak Spanish, and um, Spanish was her dad's first language, but because the only language they had in common was English, at their house, they always spoke English. And so she picked up a little bit of Spanish from her grandparents, But she's not as fluent as a lot of people who have Spanish-speaking parents and grandparents.
1: And she's self-conscious about the show because, like, a lot of the lines in the show are in Spanish. And she's worried she's going to get nervous and not pronounce things right.
0: That kind of thing. All right. So then, uh, chapter two, guess who we get to meet? Hello, Ashton. Is it Ashton Suarez? Hello, Mr. Suarez. El Leon Dorado.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't you think it's weird that he has dark hair? When they said that he was a leon I was like, Oh, he's gonna have like That's a golden line, you guys golden locks,
0: right? Like wouldn't you think? I don't know. I don't know anything about that. That's what him. I thought. Turns but then he out- has dark hair. He's got, got super curly dark hair. hair. Oh, it's curly. Hot. And he's got these deep, deep eyes. And he's worried. He has just shown up to the Screen Flicks studios. Yes. He needs to find his way onto a brand new, like, basically studio lot. And he's been in telenovelas for a lot of years. And he was hoping that telenovelas were going to be his, like, breakout. But he spent mm-hmm. a lot of years just, like, in that industry instead and so now he's, well, he's older.
1: He's like 40 and she's he's like 38.
0: 30. He's 38. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So he's hoping that Carmen in Charge is going to be his uh, his leaping his jumping off point, his uh <laughs> <laughs> Yes. his uh, rocket breakthrough? ship
1: breakthrough, breakthrough. roll. <laughs> <laughs> I really (laughs) like it when you just make the motion of a rocket (laughs) ship, though, and go (laughs) on
0: this audio medium. I have been spending a lot of time with toddlers. So (laughs) he's hoping that this is going to be his breakthrough role that gets him into Hollywood and like really amps up his career. So he's nervous. He's used to being a big fish in a small pond. And then this PA, I think. Because right,
1: he's coming from Miami and she's coming from LA, so neither of them live in New York City, mm-hmm. and they're staying at a hotel
0: at the, the same hotel. hotel on the yeah. East Side. You guys, it's a yeah. it's a extended stay hotel. Snazzy. Although
1: her family lives there, she had lived in LA to do right. the soap operas. Okay,
0: right, okay, okay. So I also really, really loved the inclusivity, like the effortless inclusivity in this book, because the um, the I think. I think the person is a PA, but they come up. and like assistant a, maybe or something yeah, like that. Well, yeah, well, production assistant is PA. They get him coffee is why I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So they show up and on their lapel is a pin that just says they, them. And it's perfect. And so immediately Ashton is like, yeah, they led me to blah, 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 blah. He asks for coffee. So they take him to, like, the green room area, and he's going to make his probably eighth coffee of the morning because he's very nervous. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it says that, like, he does two workouts a day and watches his diet. Yeah, it is. So that he can have those abs, 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 dick. dick.
1: All he's got on is, like, the cloth she wrapped around his ribs. And that's it.
0: And then also indulge in his favorite thing in the world, which is a coffee with tons of cream and sugar.
1: So much cream and sugar. Very sticky. It's a sticky coffee.
0: Yeah, he basically likes a warm milkshake in the morning.
1: (laughs) Right. Oh, 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 I have to say, he's Googled her. And he has identified her as a sexy woman. Sexy
0: woman, yes. Already
1: via the Google. And then he also found out about the McIntyre rock star cheating on scandal. And he's concerned that she's like maybe too in the gossip papers sort of thing. He likes likes to stay out of the tabloids as much as possible, keep to himself, stay in, keep his family life secret. And so... He's kind of worried that she's going to make the show like a spectacle and that's not what he wants.
0: And in the previous chapter, we found out that there's rumors going around that like he's a diva, like he doesn't like to interact with the crew or the cast. He's he's very aloof and distances himself from all production stuff when he's not when like the cameras aren't rolling. So he's making his coffees. And he's a, he's got his coffee. He's about to turn around. He hears something right behind him. And so he turns around. He and slips knocks. on an ice cube. Is that what happens? It says his heel connected with something that wasn't the
1: floor. And then, like, a couple sentences later, it references ice cubes on the floor. So I oh, assumed I it was an that. ice cube.
0: I I thought that, that that's what
1: it was. Maybe I, I it missed said he it. He spilled the ice cubes. It says something about his heel connected with something not linoleum
0: yeah, well, he turns around and he knocks into her. She's holding an iced cold brew coffee All, like, and it goes everywhere. You
1: guys, this outfit she was wearing sounded so nice. It's right? like a silk white, a very delicate silk white blouse with pale pink pants. oh and like earrings and red lipstick because. Her abuela told her when she was young that if she wasn't wearing lipstick and earrings, she may as well be naked. naked. So She is always wearing lipstick and earrings, which very much reminded me of your friend and mine, Tanya Melendez. That's right. But like she is all the way put together for her first, you know, it's like she's the star of this show. She has really put herself together for this very first table read. And now it is fucked. And then he tries to make a joke in Spanish like, oh, were you going to drink that? Yeah. And she doesn't really respond, A, because like she's, she's covered in sticky, sticky, milky coffee.
0: She's just covered in black coffee. His coffee is fine.
1: I thought he spilled both coffees on her, no? No,
0: cuz then he offers her his coffee. Oh, right. And she tries to drink it and she can't she can't handle the milkshake factor. In my brain, yeah, I remember Isn't that, that now. Nuts? In my brain just
1: now going through it, I was like, "Oh my god, that coffee must have been so sticky. <laughs> so <laughs> sugary and so True. milky." Um, but no. Okay. So just the black coffee, I guess. And um, she doesn't respond to his joke in Spanish, partly because she doesn't like it doesn't click right away because she doesn't speak that much Spanish. Yeah,
0: she has to like spend time translating it in her brain. And also right. she's so stunned by what just happened. And so then he's it's like, rough. Oh, no, it seems like she didn't understand what I said. And then she looks at him and She goes, Is that supposed to be a joke?
1: Because like, yeah, you just
0: covered me in coffee, dude. And he's like, it was obviously a bad joke. And Mm -hmm. then he tries to offer her his coffee. And then so she's like, okay, I guess, and tries to take a drink. And she's like, oh, my God, I cannot drink this. This is a dessert. This is crazy. So then she hands that back to him. And then she's like, I guess I got to go find a change of clothes. See ya, Never. Bye.
1: But she does, before she leaves, identify him as a sexy man. She has the time somehow to identify him well,
0: <clears throat> i'm sorry aaron his sexy yes? is overpowering
1: yes there's would no like not to hear about it? it i would ashton mm. she drank him in as if he were a steaming cappuccino on a cold day her body warming from the inside despite his inadvertent ice bath dark curly hair the shadow of a beard tan skin and sexy dark brown eyes he seemed even taller in person and more magnetic like a behemoth of a planet tugging her into his orbit. She felt drawn to him in a way that made no sense, but that was the magic of TV. It made you feel close to... Sorry, the page won't turn. Come on, Kindle. People that you'd never met, through familiarity and carefully crafted characters designed to make you root for them, fall in love with them, or love to hate them. Mm -hmm. (gasps) Swoon! Big swoon. So, she has... $34. $34. Yeah. And she gives that $34 to a PA or somebody and is like go find me something to wear at the nearest place. And they're like what kind like, of thing? What, what is what does that what? Do mean? You, what, you know, and she's just like just go now, I have 10 minutes.
0: And also how $34? Question. Oh, $34. And in New York City, like
1: $34 isn't what it used to be. I'm like, is it in LA? Like, where (laughs) do you live? Space? An (laughs) outfit for
0: $34 that you can wear to a table read at a fancy Hollywood studio? I know. Anyway, she does not get that. So she goes into the bathroom to try to get the stains out if possible. And the person comes back and they're like, I tried and hands it over and then, like, like just sprints away because she realizes she later. Yeah. <laughs> and she realizes later that like, she thinks they're worried that she's either going to yell at them or ask them to trade clothes. And they're yes. like not into either one. So they just like fuck off. So then she puts it on and she's got this, these teeny tiny teeny, teeny tiny little athletic shorts <laughs> And then this like, child size medium like crop top situation i don't know if it's meant to be a crop top thing it's like a crop top sweatshirt
1: <sighs> when she gets it on because Poor it's for thing. a child
0: yeah Oof. and then her super high heels because she had been wearing wide leg slacks i think mm-hmm. and her lipstick
1: yep so she just
0: decides she's gonna work it she's gonna go yeah. in
1: there real confident and act like nothing's going on Mm -hmm. um and so that's what she does in the meantime ashton places a call to his father and son so you find out that in puerto rico ashton has uh his parents and his son and they they all live together and um love him but you find out he has this son and dad.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> Would nobody you like to say
1: anything about
0: that. Sorry. And no, no, no. Nobody knows about the son. Like we find out a little bit that nobody knows about the son, and that the dad mostly takes care of him. But it kills Ashton not to be in his life more. Basically, like he doesn't like having to stay away. But there we are. Then he realizes, like, what a toolbox he had been when he had this moment with her, because he was like. What the fuck was I doing? Just like handing her my coffee as if that would get her a new outfit. Mm-hmm. I offered to pay for her dry cleaning, but why didn't I offer to get like to pi- buy her a new outfit right now? Like, what is the matter with me? Ah, I don't know how to people. So but then, also, but also, she looks real
1: hot so in that sexy. outfit. That child
0: size medium
1: is looking guys, real good.
0: <laughs> she has got legs for years, not legs for days, everybody. Legs for years. So he's like, I, can't, I mean, I'm so impressed that she comes in like just confident and whatever. She does the whole table read like a pro. He fucks up the table read once because he's like thinking about, I don't know, her legs. Uh-huh. And so he misses a line. And then when he like tries to save it, he knocks over another drink. <laughs> 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 and man. she pops out of her
1: chair like it's going to burn her like lava. Yeah. She's just like, <laughs> not again. Not <laughs> this time, motherfucker. <laughs> and he's like, like, oh, no, did it get on you? And she's like, not this
0: time. <laughs> yeah. But she says that very quietly. Mm-hmm. So then yes. they finish up the table read and he focuses or whatever. And then at the end, he wants to go like say hey to her and try to fix it or whatever But she's talking to someone and he overhears her tell them that she spilled coffee on herself. Like she had a coffee accident. And she does does not dime him out. It's really nice. Yeah. Then he realizes she's talking to a reporter so he beats feet real fast out of there because he, he doesn't like the reporters. a
1: reporter. No. Yeah. And then he decides, he's like, she's too sexy. She's too sexy. Too much. I don't want to get with another co-star. It was disastrous last time that happened to me. She's too yeah. sexy and I'm not too even going to look at her unless the script calls for it. That's he's right. Decided.
0: The other thing, sorry, I just saw a note. The other thing that I really, really love about this book is the amount that Alexis weaves in important things that are going on in Puerto Rico, like the, the really cool um, landmark show that this is having an all Latinx cast. Like she really, really does a service to the community that she's writing about, you know? And I, I just love that.
1: Yeah. Cause part of this backstory is like, you know, he had this, this child Yadriel. And yeah. they moved, or maybe they, did they live in Puerto Rico when Maria hit?
0: and Yes, yeah, they, so moved, they, they so, were living okay, in Puerto so, Rico when Maria hit. So he moved them out of there. And then his dad had a restaurant there and it's been in his home for forever. So right. he moved them back like afterwards. But in that, in that like backstory, we get like, you know, the federal government was giving no aid whatsoever that Puerto Ricans were entitled to. Because they are citizens. As Americans. Yeah. God damn it.
1: So he was before working in Miami and kind of commuting every weekend to go home and see his family. And now he's in New York City, which is a little more difficult. So we get a lot of that too.
0: Oh, and then the other thing is we do find out that the reason that Yadriel is a secret is because when he was like a baby ashton i always want to say victor god ashton had a fan like stalk him and break into his house so yes. he's very serious about safety and privacy so and there. also uh yadriel's mom yeah was a soap right star yeah.
1: i don't know when we find it out but this is this yeah. is the deal okay yeah he slept with he had a fling with one of his co-stars and she got Navella. pregnant yeah, She was cool with having the baby. She wanted to have the baby, but then she wanted to have nothing to do with the baby. So, right. like, the baby popped out, and she wanted Ashton to, like, pay for the plastic surgery to get her, like, back right away, which is like, really rough. I mean, um, to yeah. To back on soaps, and she didn't want her name ever mentioned, and she, she just didn't want anything to do with right. it. So, like, that's part of the secrecy, is, like, he has kind of this, like, secret quote-unquote love child that could end up in the tabloids right. with this lady and then also the the fact that like there was this stalker and so he just doesn't want any part of that affecting mm-hmm. his family ever again
0: absolutely so now she wants to get his attention on set and this is like sort of her thing because she's a middle child
1: he's not paying attention to her yeah and she's just
0: like yo why
1: don't you why won't you? he won't look at her and he won't talk to her yeah do you he's see like, Hi, Why? why why
0: well, yeah. yeah, I'm great. I'm awesome. What? what yeah. Do you see how everybody like lights up when I talk to them? Come on, man. <laughs> she doesn't say any of that. It's just the truth. But uh, and she's never felt understood by her family and or like you know like her mom and dad and brother and sister. They've never really gotten the whole actor thing. And so she, yeah, she She likes outside validation. She likes attention. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ah. and all the other co-stars are hanging out
1: with her in their trailers and they're all getting together in their trailers and playing dominoes and stuff and he won't ever right. come and they like they're trying to invite him out and do things and he won't ever do anything and he won't talk to them between scenes or anything yeah i really liked this paragraph okay where she sees him walking from a scene like immediately back to his trailer and it says it was on the tip of jasmine's tongue to call out his name she didn't oh, know yeah. what she'd say exactly exactly do you play dominoes? <laughs> no, that was a stupid question. He probably did. Why do you smell so good? Um, no, mm-hmm. that was totally inappropriate, even though it was true. <laughs> hey, pay attention to me. That one was pure middle child id, and Jasmine didn't want to think too deeply about where the impulse came from. So she just wants to like be his friend, and she doesn't know how. Yeah. Which, um, it's very relatable. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. So then we we've got the first scene with Ashton, and. Yes he's like so sexy and she says that she really wishes that wardrobe would help her out by by making him wear like I don't know a mask or a bag on his head like that (laughs) would be helpful (laughs) it's distracting hey listener there's a new England times book by Clive Rose called always a princess that illuminates the lives of the Romani people the Romani were an integral but oft overlooked and vilified part of regency society This fresh take depicts how the two cultures, with very different value systems, find myriad ways to coexist and to clash, and shows us that love is an act of great personal courage. Here's the description. When Captain Warwick, Will Clifton, offers to assist the Romani family he has injured, he's unprepared for the warmth of Romani camaraderie, and he's nowhere near ready for the force of nature that is Princess Sira Brishan. Keeping a lid on his desire for the Romani beauty takes all his self-control. A notable rake, he is well out of practice at showing restraint, and finds himself asking, what is he willing to risk for love? As the eldest daughter of the Romani king, Sira's pride in her heritage is matched by her finely honed distrust of Englishmen. Captain Clifton surprises her with his affection, passion, and love. She trusts her heart, but is caught between family duty and an unrelenting desire to be with the man she loves. One reviewer said it's a dashing historical romance with a strong heroine. The vivid characters really draw you into their world. Treat yourself to this book. You'll be glad you did. I'm including buy links in the show notes, so get your copy today. So the way this thing is written. Yes, yes, yes talk about
1: it so it's like jasmine and ashton and then there'll be a chapter that's like okay this is carmen and victor their characters Mm -hmm. and then the story of carmen and victor kind of parallels the story of jasmine and ashton kind of romantic subplot right and so there'll be a chapter that's just like here's the scene here's where we are like it's like a script and then it'll say okay carmen walks in and victor does this and stuff and then sometimes you get, like, it's like it's written yeah, by, like, yeah, a story. Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, happening yeah. right now between yeah, Carmen yeah. and Victor. But then sometimes you get weird little thoughts that they're yeah, having. Yeah, so, yeah, it's yeah. almost like it's their actory tracking. It is. Okay, wait. Can but I talk then, about it really quick? Oh. Yeah, it seems like you
0: really want to. I do. I really want to. I thought this was brilliant. Okay? This served so many purposes functions because like I I don't know when I first read it I was like oh wow we're just gonna get like a script read but then I realized Mm -hmm. no it's not a script read at all you get everything that's been choreographed into the scene and you get all of their lines and all of that but it also gives you this this peek into what they are thinking as actors so most Mm -hmm. of them are from Carmen slash Jasmine's perspective. And I thought it was so cool because like it gave me such a competence boner. It showed them, but mostly her being absolutely incredible at her job. It'll be like, you know, Carmen goes here and she makes a face at this guy and and then it'll, it'll talk about her relationship with her ex-husband. And at one point it said something like, they just couldn't stop hurting each other. And then the next mm-hmm. sentence is, or at least that was the backstory she had come up with on her own. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like, it is so cool because not only does it give the author the opportunity to show them like doing the work, that we're here to do, but it also gives the opportunity to show the personal emotions and the personal baggage they're bringing to the script. It allows her to show how the script impacts their relationship. It -hmm. allows her to show how it's just, it is so cool. And it takes us through the whole season. There's eight episodes in the first season And we get to see at least one or two scenes from every single episode. And almost like, you know, an erotica is supposed to change, like something is supposed to change in their relationship with every sex scene. Mm -hmm. This does that only through the work they're doing together. It is Mm -hmm. just, it was brilliant. It was so, it was so good. Wow. Wow. Wow.
1: Alright, so they do well in the scene. They've recognized each other as good actors. Yeah. He says she's a great scene partner. Everybody loves her. And he's trying to be ambivalent toward her but he can't because she's he's like drawn to her right she asks him to go to friday night drinks with the whole cast at the end of the week from Mm -hmm. filming the first episode and he says maybe next time i'm not gonna go this weekend and then he goes home
0: right but she asks him that because she says that their first scene together was really really good but She thinks it's likely because she was supposed to be thrown off by the arrival of his character. She was supposed to be uncomfortable with the arrival of his character. And so in the future, she's worried that if they don't develop some sort of offset professional rapport, if they don't get at least a tiny bit comfortable with each other, it's going to be really, really hard to develop that chemistry on screen. Right, So she's like, come to drinks with everybody, you know, like, just break the ice. And he's like, mm, no. you're so hot, though. To
1: no, no, Puerto no. Rico. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Ashton cannot.
1: <laughs> and it's kind of almost like he goes home, like, his dad is kind of like, you don't need to come home. You know, like, we're doing right. great. Like, Yadriel's doing great. We're all good. Um, And he's like, no, no, I definitely I need to I need to be home this weekend because he's just like trying to actively avoid um, the cast and Jasmine. Well, not to mention,
0: yeah, he misses his son. We we're starting to see a little bit of what his dad calls his paranoia. So Mm -hmm. his dad is.
1: Yeah, he wants to be there all the time. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's like, I want to be able to physically ensure my family's safety and I can't because I have to keep them a secret. So it's it's a really, really tough thing that he grapples with the whole book. But I really do like the dad because the dad is like, so are you uh, ignoring all of your castmates still? Or like, <laughs> are you trying to make some new yeah. friends? You? Yep. And he's like, he's like, Poppy, shut up. No, yeah. <laughs> don't talk to me about that.
1: <laughs> so then we get the scene, the next scene from the the next episode. And it's like a... One of them is, like, a red carpet scene where it's, like, his character yeah, yeah, gets yeah. in a fight with somebody and she's got to, like, pull them apart and then, like, cup his face and be like, yeah. are you okay? It's, it's oh. a very dramatic scene. It's and they hot. both kind of lose their shit over it because they're, like, really close to each other and it's very physical. I'm going to read this. Yes, please. It's terrible, Carmen. So, her character, Carmen said through a tight smile, but she didn't mean the lights of the people. She meant the closeness, the scent of his cologne wrapping around her like a comforting cloud, his hard body warm at her side. It was all so terribly wonderful. She wanted him to shift closer, to lean into him, to wrap herself in his warmth and feel his skin against hers. And then in italics, it says, focus Jasmine, and then somebody (laughs) yells cut, and she goes, oh, thank God. Yeah! (laughs) So it's like in character, but it's also her, but it's not, but it is. I love it. And then it goes to him and he's talking about through this whole fight scene. He's like very aware of her. He's really worried he's going to like hurt her because she's kind of in the fight scene because she's breaking up the fight. It's very good. It's all very so good. Very good.
0: Yeah. And then they have the first meeting with their intimacy coordinator.
1: Oh, yes. Intimacy coordinator.
0: I would love that job. You would be great at that job. I would be so good at that job. I would hate yeah. that job. I would not you be good would, at that job. You would hate that job. Yeah. You would run as far as you could from that job. It would make me
1: cringe all of me. But a lot of big shows have intimacy coordinators now. There was, yeah. like, there was like a big show that was like the first one to do it. but I can't remember. But now it's like HBO has a bunch of them. Yeah for people the deuce which is a
0: big deal oh yeah because well, like insecure. you know the
1: intimacy in that one is rough insecure yeah, yeah.
0: so now it's yeah. a thing and it's a good thing to have it's awesome and i i loved in this scene because you know the the intimacy coordinator the intimacy coordinator vera says like you know have you ever done, have you ever been trained in in stage fighting? You know, you, ha- you have a, mm-hmm. a person come in to coach you on stage fighting because it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. The same yes. thing is true for romantic scenes. You know, like they can get very, very dicey if we don't have the right kind of communication and agreement and consent. People can get hurt. Yes. Oh, it's so what a great way to explain it. So, yeah, she comes in and they have the first meeting. And so she just basically talks them through the first scene to show them what the process is going to be like. And the two steps are they look at the scene and they're like, we're going to go through and we're going to get context. Like, why is the romantic moment happening? Why is this intimacy? Like, do we think it belongs here? Do we think it's gratuitous? What do we think? And Mm -hmm. so they go through all of that. And then she's like, the second and most important step is communication, because without communication, we cannot have consent. So like then then later on in the book, we see one one scene where she helps them choreograph the first kiss. And it's mm-hmm. just like you would choreograph a fight scene or blocking for how to well, move around on set.
1: Isn't that right now? Aren't we doing that? Oh,
0: right maybe it is. Yeah. So she
1: asks them, okay, why do you, why do you think they kiss? What's the context? What what do you, Mm -hmm. do you think it's important that they kiss and why? And first she says like, why first she says, is there anything that you don't want any part of you? You don't want to get touched any, all that kind of stuff. Lays all the ground rules with both of them individually. And then, um, it's like, okay, I want, I want some collaboration here. Why, Mm -hmm. why are they kissing? What's the deal? And her first <laughs> is like her first question is like, why are they intimate or something like that, and like mm-hmm. uh, uh, Ashton's like, do you mean the kissing part? <laughs> like he's very weird, <laughs> very weird about <laughs> it, and like neither of them will answer, and it's very tense. And also like she's getting kind of like sexed up in a way, like she's getting, she's getting a little, as they're talking about like all the places he's gonna touch her and stuff. yeah 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 yeah, and then he like sees the heat in her eyes and like he gets really kind of like flustered uh-huh. and then he just like looks at her and he says he's always wanted her he's never stopped referring to his character and it's hot guys, It's hot it's really hot you guys talking about your consent ahead of time is very Ooh, hot and is it's proven sexy? in this book um okay so they they
0: choreographed that scene right and and there was this moment where i would take any bonus scenes or fanfic (laughs) or whatever because Uh this was like i mean it wasn't because vera is a consummate professional however there is a universe in which this kiss chore- oh, no. choreography turns, turns into a ménage. Um, yeah? Oh. <laughs> they talk about how intimate they are and like how how um like Jasmine it switches between perspectives and so I don't remember who is first and second but when it's Jasmine's turn she's like You know, Vera is, Vera is so close. She's just like inches away from our face and she's speaking so lowly and she's moving our hands. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) I'm sorry, Vera. I didn't mean to objectify you. It's just, you did, you did. She's so good
1: at her job, Erin. It's a big competence boner. In the, in the intimacy coordinator thing is that they have to then end the scene with a closure
0: ritual. To
1: snap them out of the scene so that it's not weird afterwards, yeah. emotionally, physically, whatever. And so they, they, she asked them to come up with their own ritual. They come up with a high five. Yeah. And I really wanted this high five to become a sad high five at some point in time. <laughs> did they want it to be a sad high five? You know, yeah. like sometime in the book when they're not together, but then they, they get to have like a sexy makeout. On right. screen, but it's really, it is really real, but they're not together in real life. yeah And then they do the high five. The saddest, most placid high five. Like, didn't you want, as soon as the high five came into play, I was like, oh, that high five is going to get real sad real <laughs> quick because they're not together. And they just do the high five. Well, and that's it how is- they know.
0: It is really interesting because um, I love that detail. I don't remember. Oh, I do remember. It's when they're actually filming the first kiss, where every they they have to do seventeen takes because Ooh. he got a he got a text message or a, a voicemail from his dad being like, Yadiel fell, and we have to go to the ER, and also we're getting like Grandpa's cough checked out or whatever, and so he is free out they have this great morning session of choreography and I also loved the fact I'm sorry I'm sort of bouncing around a bit I loved the fact that they didn't actually kiss with Vera right there I thought that was a fucking brilliant narrative move Mm -hmm. because so they choreographed the whole thing and then the director's like oh the crew is waiting outside and Vera's like I don't want to rush you so we can stay here as long as we want and Mm -hmm. they're both like no you don't make the crew wait that's not okay like you mm-hmm. don't do that. And so they say, we've got the choreography. We're going to be fine if we just kiss on the take. And so mm-hmm. they go off to their separate dressing rooms. And that's when he gets the voicemail from his dad. He can't get back in touch with his dad. So he's super, super worried. And then they're like three minutes and you need to be filming this first kiss scene. So from Jasmine's point of view, she's like, we just had this great Great session where like we're connected and we're communicating and like the choreography is going perfectly. The high five was awesome. And then mm-hmm. they have to keep on high fiving after the 17 <laughs> takes that they have to do because he yeah. is his brain is gone. And like every high five was like off and they missed, and then he would like not hit her hard enough, and like it was just like <laughs> you could see in the high five the they were not just connected. Are not-
1: are not correct,
0: <laughs> correct, yeah. Um, but one of the
1: the pieces of magic in this book Ooh. is that you still get to read a hot kiss scene, yes. Even though our characters are not ready to be there, so yes. it's like, um, I'm going to read this, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. For a split second, their eyes met, an unspoken confirmation: yes, this was happening. Yes, they both wanted this, and then they were leaning in, their mouths meeting in the middle at a crush of lips. Carmen sank her fingers into Victor's hair and he fisted his hand at the back of her dress. Lips pressed and nipped. Nipped? Yes. Do lips nip? Yeah. Yeah, nip. I guess lips nip. I was thinking like teeth nip. Anyway, <laughs> lips pressed and nipped, chest heaved, mouths gasped as they shared a passionate kiss that seemed like it could go on and on forever. Mm-hmm. The silence surrounding them was deafening. The only sounds were their soft moans and breaths they picked up uh, by the boom mic above them their attention was 100% focused on each other, except except for the nagging feeling that something was missing from this. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, I got to read about a really hot kiss. But right. then also our characters aren't ready for that at this point yeah. in the book. And, and that's part of the magic of the book. It's great. Yeah. It's You're great. reading
0: two romances at once. Uh-huh. Okay. It's great stuff. All right. Okay. So then they have to... Um, then they have to film episode three, and it's in the kitchen. And it's like this cooking montage. No. That's the, that's, we're we'll past that. We are?
1: Oh, sorry. So the cooking montage leads up to the kiss. Because <gasps> oh, remember, yeah. they're in the kitchen, and she's got the apron and everything. So that's so done. Sorry. I so- love
0: that. I'm sorry. I didn't see it no sorry. they kind of flirted too during the cooking there montage, was she then, did some really good flirting and he did some really incompetent responding like I it guess. was great stuff sorry yeah they were, and they were making like a the phone we're cooking. there's
1: magic here and he's like yeah. all he can think about is his son so okay so then the next scene is like she's like okay hellbent we are going to hang out right between scenes no matter what, even if he hates me, because it seems like he just doesn't like her because he right. just keeps, like, walking away and, like, hiding from her. And so she's like, we're going to do this. Well, even and our she's high been, fives suck.
0: Yeah. And she's been running lines with other castmates, and that's been really mm-hmm. helping with their scenes. So she's like, I'm doing it. She, she gets in her primas of power group chat with Ava and Michelle, and they're like, just go talk to him. And so she picks mm-hmm. up her script and she marches to his dressing room right. because she's going to ask him if she if he wants to run lines. Right. So, so he rushes back she to arrives. his dressing room and he finds out everything is fine in Puerto Rico. Like the grandfather got some stronger medicine and the kid is just a sprain. So like we're cool. And then he finally has a moment to think and he's like, oh, my God. My performance. This is supposed to be my goddamn big break as I'm 38 years old and like on the cusp mm-hmm. of elderliness in Hollywood. And I'm fucking up my romantic hero role. Like, what am yeah. I doing? And then she knocks on the door and comes inside, and he's like, Oh, I've this has happened to me before. Interesting. I did not mm-hmm. expect this from Jasmine, but okay, here we go. And she's like, <laughs> And so he looks outside the door, and she's like, "Oh, you don't want to be seen with me?" And then she goes, "Oh, oh my God, you don't want to be seen with me? Be- is it like, are this you a, a McIntyre fan? Like, is that why you <laughs> poured coffee all over me? Like, what's happening?" And he's like, "No, but that asshole seems like a dumbass. So I don't know what's going on there. But I'm sorry. Like, that was just an accident, and I'm sorry." So she feels a little bit better, and he comes over and he does a big, like, a wrist grab comfort situation. No, no. Oh, no, Wait, that's after. I don't even remember that. Wait, no, no, no. What I remember is she's like,
1: hey, I was wondering if maybe, like, you, you like, want wanna... to. And he was like, Jasmine, I do not think it's a good idea. And then she's like, run lines together. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, run lines together. And yeah, he's and like, run he's lines. Like, what- what you know? What, what were you gonna say? And he's like, I don't, you know, no. And then she says something like, Oh, were you saying that we were going to sleep together? And like, and it, 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 she's like, incredulous. and she like, like how jumps up
0: out of her chair, and she's like. Huh. <laughs> I can't believe you would malign my character like that exactly and and he's like no no it's just happened to me before and and i wasn't saying sleep together i was saying practice kissing because that's been what my co-stars say
1: because they're gonna they're gonna revoke my romantic hero card we need 17 takes it was embarrassing for me she's like wasn't it wasn't it so embarrassing and so now it's like the ice is broken now they're gonna run lines they're gonna talk more it's gonna be okay She asks if he's mad at her and why he's
0: avoiding her. And he and Um, this is where he goes over and he does the big sexy wrist grab comfort. Yeah, like because he's like, no, I'm not mad at you. Absolutely not. I was just preoccupied because my grandpa is sick. And he's like, I'm Mm -hmm. omitting a big thing right now, but I am telling Mm -hmm. most of the truth. So, yes, that's what's going on.
1: Can they tell each other oh. their real names? Her yeah. name is Jasmine Lynn Rodriguez, and his name is Angel Louise. Oh. And I really felt that at some point in the book, like she in was a sexy start time, calling she came him I don't know yeah. I don't know why and there's one time where she whispers Ashton in a very powerful way that I really felt like it was coming and it didn't. Yeah. Anyway. Well,
0: especially since she puts him in her phone as on hello. Yes. Yeah. I
1: thought that would come back in some way but it didn't. Yeah. So, now we are back in Carmen in charge. It is a scene I don't remember, so I'm going to skip it. <laughs> 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 oh no, I do remember it. Oh do you? Yeah, because it, it's another it's another smoocharo because <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, it's about how he knew she he was a rock star, right? <gasps> Isn't and it like big he knew that smooch? she deserved better. Yeah, he she deserved better than him and it is a but hot he still smooch. he always wanted her. And she says, or he said, uh, she says she still, she- ah, mm, I got it. I oh, got it. Oh, I have do it now. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Aaron, we're so no, good says, at
1: this. He's just like, I'm such a fuck up. I fucked up right. so bad. I did so much bad things. I was such a bad rock star. And she's and like, a bad but husband. even though, even though you were a loser, like I still wanted you. And right. he's like, do you still? And yeah. she's like, yes. And they do. A big, he brings his mouth down on hers in a searing kiss. And, and then he picks they, her up by the thighs. Kiss. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and she wraps mm-hmm, her legs of, around
0: him. And then he puts her on a table and, like, and kissing her neck. And she's like, oh, I believe
1: in you. And oh, God. Like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Uh huh. And then they get interrupted, maybe, probably. Yes. This is the one where, like, she has the radio and they're like, We need Victor on set. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. To, and then they go. do
0: the high five and she's like, she, and that's where we get we get that joke from her, where she's like, "Yeah, the best the the best acting she ever did." Because she's thinking about his hands on her thighs. Still, mm-hmm.
1: he did that big pick her up move.
0: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's like, the best acting I've ever done in my whole life is in his dressing room where I was like, how dare you think we're- I was sleeping together? <laughs> yeah, I love this line. It's like Ashton shot
1: Jasmine a thumbs up and she grinned back, but deep down she knew she was a liar, liar, pants on fire in Ashton's dressing room. She'd acted all shocked and offended at the thought of them sleeping together and she deserved a damn Oscar for that performance because there was nothing objectable, objectionable about the idea at all. Even Ooh. now, her traitorous mind couldn't stop her playing the sensation of his hands (laughs) gripping her thighs i just love how she calls herself a liar liar pants on fire i thought it
0: was so funny (laughs) okay oh my god this book is so funny yeah honestly like it is an actual rom-com which they they're not all rom-coms you guys don't don't get duped so then
1: he asks her to go run lines at the gym at the hotel after hours he
0: texty texts her i don't know how he got her number but i liked it
1: he is running on the treadmill yeah he is He's hot and sweaty running on the treadmill he's got bare arms and calves and she comes in in her very best sports bra (gasps) and spandex Mm -hmm. pants And he has to get keep running on that treadmill to stop from getting a boner.
0: (laughs) Otherwise it's gonna be boner city, you guys. (laughs) This blew
1: my mind. Can you be running and have a boner at the same time? Or does it prevent you? Or like how (laughs) Melody, hi. This is Aaron. Knock knock. Hello, Erin. Boners work. Like can you
0: (laughs) Can you be running and get one? I don't this I, I don't know. I'm am gonna, so
1: old in my life. I don't know if
0: Michael's awake, but I'm going to text him and see.
1: When he <laughs> said he had to keep running to stop from getting a boner, I was like, oh, something I've
0: never thought of. Well, because you need blood flow to go to the boner. And so maybe if it's it's all in your other muscles and your glutes and your... I glutes.
1: think it's just the jostling. Maybe I feel it's like it's right. just jostling. It's too jostling. It would
0: be quite a jostle, there. you know? yeah For a big old heart on yeah he's <laughs> just slapping around oh boy
1: so they're talking about the next scene which is a mm. dancing scene they're gonna salsa in the next scene and they talk about how they
0: both well, know how to originally salsa he's she, only gonna salsa right That's but then the they, oh you're right you're right you're right so she's they rewrite like it. are you Spoiler excited word, there's a yeah. rewrite yeah but so she's like, are you nervous about your dancing scene? And he's like, nervous. I'm a great dancer. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm so great at salsa." <laughs> she talks about how she learned a salsa
1: and how she learned teenically. Which is a folk dance from the Philippines. It's yeah. the thing with, with the with the like the poles, yeah. and you do like the double dutch on the pole. I've uh-huh. seen it done, but I don't know if I pronounced it right. And I'm sorry to, if I didn't. Same. But if you it's speak like, Tagalog, you slam the poles know. down, and you do the right. I hope that that translated. Okay. And so she talks about um, learning how to do that. But he also talks about a very important issue where like telenovelas told him he could never be in the sun because his skin couldn't get any darker and like this whole colorism issue. Yeah. Anyway, I love how she just kind of peppers these things in.
0: Same. I love it so much. So, okay. So she looks over at the TV because she's deleted all of her social media apps. Her cousins are handling her social media or not handling her social media. And mm-hmm. she's like off the grid because she doesn't want to hear about all this tabloid stuff with McIntyre. But then the gym TV is on and she looks over and it's like McIntyre and then her face and like this other bitch or whatever. So she <gasps> sees her face that. right next to that other bitch who looks yeah. just like her. So Ooh. she like jumps off the treadmill and tries to turn it off, but she can't find the button. So she just like unplugs the whole thing and maybe breaks it. It was a very Melody mm-hmm. move. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he does a comfort yeah he does a big comfort and that's where they get into like the serious chats about their careers and colorism and uh and then going out says, for roles
1: that like the the roles that just say like the ethnic one right. or whatever like that kind of thing and right. how she got a new agent who understood her because she was biracial as well. Right. Anyway, it's very good. Well,
0: and then as he's comforting her and maybe taking a tiny peeksies down her sports bra, who knows? That's a Melody fanfic. <laughs> um, he thinks to himself that he really wishes they were two different people in different lives where he could have a sustainable romantic relationship and she wasn't a gossip queen who would totally mm-hmm. upend his very private life. Mm-hmm. Okay? so that's what's up. And he offers to practice Spanish
1: with her. I think it must come up again that she's uncomfortable with her Spanish or something. Yeah. But he says he's gonna take time away from his very busy schedule Mm. to practice, as a service to her, to practice Spanish. So they go to a grocery store together to practice their Spanish. Which is, it's it's just, it's like a cute, he's pointing to different foods and being Mm -hmm. like, oh, tell me something about this food and like so it'll be like bananas. And he'll be like, Tell me something about bananas. And she'll be like, Yo quiero bananas. And he's like, no, <laughs> You've told me that you like bananas. You've told me you like crackers. <laughs> you told me you like. Oh, that's what it is. It's, it's yeah. like a, a wine, crackers, and cheese, or something and like bread. that. And bread. And she's like, I, like, but I do like bananas. I do. I do like bread, crackers, and cheese, and <laughs> wine. Anyway.
0: And then <sighs> the, the I music dance changes with to, comes to I want to dance with somebody. And so she starts like really? sort of sing along singing along with Whitney and she starts dancing around and then he looks at her very seriously and he says do you want to dance with me in Spanish and she's like yeah of course I will and not thinking he's joking but then he grabs her up and he starts spinning her all around and salsaing with her, and it's oh, a big sexy, it was hut. such a big
1: sexy. <laughs> it oh my, was so good! Gosh!
0: And it's also like a like sort of a goofy sexy too because she's uh-huh. so like flustered by it and it's adorable. But then he Some looks Some bitch over. in the freezer
1: section. God Some damn freezer her. bitch <laughs> takes her bitch freezer phone and takes a picture <sighs> of them. Ugh.
0: Oh, and so they're like, he's like, we need to be more careful. And she's like, I completely Ooh. agree. And so then they pay for their items in silence or whatever and go back to the yeah. hotel because the magic is broken. They're freezer because they're bitch. freezer, bitch. Yeah. yeah. And so then All right. she gets back to the hotel and she finds out that, that the script has been rewritten. And um, in the script now, Victor demands that she be her uh, audition partner. And so she's written into the scene and she gets to dance with him now. And so she's, like, way excited. Because he's in the show, Victor
1: the Rock, he's going to be on, like, Dancing with the
0: Stars. Yes.
1: And so that's why. So he's asked for her to be her his audition partner for Dancing with right. the Stars.
0: Yeah. And okay. so okay. Then, that's the and then we get a big competence boner because... She's like, yeah, with soap operas and everything, you know, there are some actors who always struggle with learning their lines. There are other actors who are like great at memorization. And then there's like the third camp, like me, who can just like speed read like motherfuckers. And so Mm -hmm. she is really, really good at like quick changes and, you know, quick memorization, all of that. And it's a big hot. And she's really excited about tomorrow. So she shows up to the dance studio. They meet the Mm -hmm. dance people and she's like, they're like, oh, so do you know how to salsa already? And they're like, yeah. And so they sh- yeah. they just like start dancing. And the dance people are We're like, on. yeah, and the dance people are like, oh, good. We can just like jump right into choreography. And so mm-hmm. they dance together all day. And She is all about having his hard body pressed up against Uh, her.
1: The dance only lasted a few seconds before Nick turned the music off and Jasmine's heart cried out for more. She was Mm. breathing fast when she turned to face the others, but it wasn't from exertion. Ashton had left her breathless Mm. and he was still holding her hand. He gave her fingers the slightest squeeze and then released her. And Jasmine's treasonous heart soaked it up like it was a declaration of love. (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: so good. Loved it. Ah. Okay, so then she's like, like just on a whim, she's like, "Hey, do you want to rehearse more at my hotel room?" And he sort of looks at her for about two beats, and then he's like, "Yes, I mm-hmm. would.
1: <laughs> I do want to."
0: Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, they're both like, "This is da. Ah, what are we doing? I did.
1: I did. I did a bad thing. I did the thing." <laughs>
0: And so she starts texting the primas of power and he's like, this is fucking amateur hour. Like, I know that I'm attracted to this woman. I know that I mm. think she's smart and awesome and a super good actress and just. And so he yeah. shows up at her door and he's like about to turn around. But then she opens the door with this beautiful, sunny smile. And then she's ordered them an antipasta Empanado platter, the key to
1: my heart, right? Yes. <laughs> me. Yeah, get Jesus. me out of gym class and order me food. Mm. <laughs> it's true. And um, they talk about their careers and soap operas. I love discussing all the different soap operas and telenovelas they've been on. Mm-hmm. And I, they talk about like the old school telenovelas, yeah. like La Del Barrio and Mari Mar, and how. Like, you know, they've come so, so far, but then people have impressions that it's just all these, like, crazy, like, you know, your twin evil brother with an eye patch, which totally. I guess did happen fairly recently on...
0: Which, Age, like, fine! But that doesn't mean that it doesn't and have merit. that's fine. And
1: that's fine.
0: It still has <laughs> merit. Also, it still takes talent. <laughs> and
1: she's done the whole gamut of all the American soap operas. Like, she was on Young and the Restless. She was on the Bold and Beautiful, all these different ones. Yeah. Anyway. She talks about how much she loved Passions.
0: Well, I was also <laughs> a was Passions on, girl. I think everybody, age was, was into
1: Passions. passions. <laughs> I loved it. And it was on right
0: after Days. And I know. I already know. watched Days with I mom growing days. up. What do you want from me? Uh, of course passions. I'm going to watch Passions. God, it was bonkers. <laughs> it was so short-lived, too. It was like not even a year, it I seemed know. like. Frankly, how dare they, you know? Also... That that girl from, um oh, man, that Disney movie where she's in space, it's like Zoe in her space pants or something.
1: Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. That's the a- <laughs>
0: one. <laughs> yes? <laughs> it was, in fact, Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. <laughs> yes? <laughs> she was in Passion. She was in Days, and then didn't she also go to Passion's? I thought she was on passion well I don't know I
1: know that she was on days yeah for sure well
0: maybe maybe it was Zoe in her space and now pants she's fam- who went she's to still famous she's she's
1: married to a hockey I think oh neat. I mean, I'm getting a little out of my depth here but I'm pretty certain <laughs> she's, I'm pretty certain she's
0: married to a hockey now good for her Ooh. man she's great yeah. Yeah. Zoe and her space pants, like, changed my childhood, <laughs> you know? v
1: girl of the 21st century, my supernova girl. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> okay. So, also, he keeps on telling her that she's making him feel old, and then she calls him in Spanish, mm-hmm. like, the endearment for old man, and he's like, I, I sort of hate that, but I also love the level of comfort it requires to, like, rib me in this way, you know? Mm -hmm. And then he's like, I want this to be like the jumping point to like my actual career. I want to go to Hollywood. I want to make it big. I want to do all the things. And then she looks at him and she goes, I think that you love telenovelas. I think that you love like getting the emotional reaction from the audience. I think you love Mm -hmm. it. I think you like getting that from people. And then he goes, what what reaction do I get from you? And she says, Mm -hmm. nada, and then he goes i think you're a liar and then knock 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 knock. oh
1: he says i linda first which is (laughs) like a pretty girl or Uh beautiful or something you know something close to that mm. so he also like sneaks in that she's pretty there yeah yeah, yeah. um then (gasps) these bitches fucking
0: knock 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 These
1: cousins show up with freaking pizza and bullshit.
0: I mean, at least they came bearing food and wine. Yeah, Yeah. this is great, though, because they immediately tell that he can hang like they -hmm. put him in weird situations where, you know, they they ask him uh, weird questions about his career and stuff. And he just like throws it. They're like, oh, yeah. And what do you do? And he's like, well, I've been Mm -hmm. a sheriff and a matador and a a pirate and like all the things he's been in his telenovelas. And it's great. And then they're like, oh, yeah. And you can read the part of the sister. And Jasmine thinks like she thinks he's going to get a little ruffled and be like, no, I want to read the part of the manly dad or whatever. And instead, Mm -hmm. he just like starts taking on the mannerisms of the actress that plays the sister. And so he's like flipping his hair. a lot of hair flips. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's so good. So they like run lines all night, cousins and all just eating pizza. It's great. And then as he's leaving, the cousins are like, you need to ask him right now. Ask him
1: about Go. a birthday. Get over there uh, right now. Go do it. <laughs> you do this for her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so good. So then she does, she goes over and she's like, so, ah." Uh, I was wondering if you would come over to my, you know, abuela's birthday and blah blah blah. She loves you, I. And he says I have not made my return flight yet, and if I'm still in New York, I would be honored to go to your abuela's birthday. So there you go. And then there it's done. He like and then he has her name in like a little, 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 sexy way he, he does says he's like he says like bye sexy he like, good night i don't remember how but it's it's a sexy good night he says oh gravelly gravelly Ooh. hot sexy <laughs> man's and then he's like bye bitches and then he leaves <laughs> so the next
1: carmen and victor scene is like there's a bunch of aminals involved <gasps> and he has like a snake and he sneezes and it he makes the he has a snake big like- animal allergy <laughs> he's <laughs> allergic good. to the kitchen and he, like, <laughs> <laughs> he does a big sneeze while he's holding a boa constrictor and then like at the end of the scene so you're tracking it with them and then all of a sudden the character Victor starts screaming get the snake off of me like and sneezing <laughs> very funny it was which good. is
0: actually Ashton because Ashton is the one who is right. slightly afraid of snakes and has the allergies but they keep it for the they decide to keep it for the show they think it's very funny
1: yes so then she invites him to a karaoke night.
0: Erin, can I tell you something about myself?
1: Oh, no. No, Bonnie. No, I don't want to know it.
0: <laughs> oh, wow.
1: No, tell me something. I know. I'm sure a listener wants to know. Three years what? in
0: and we have gotten here, have we? You are no longer (laughs) inquisitive. Gotten
1: from from. I discover something new about Melody every episode. I can't wait to learn more (laughs) too. I'm over it. I'm done. I can't (laughs) learn any more things about you. What what
0: crazy
1: karaoke bullshit do you need to tell me? I don't need to tell
0: you any crazy karaoke bullshit. I just need to tell you that there is almost nothing I love more than private room karaoke. Really, I love a private room karaoke it's a very i kind of feel like what's the point in a private room
1: karaoke
0: i love it because you don't have to wait as long you you Mm -hmm. get whatever music you want and you can get as drunk as you want act a biggest fool as you want and only your Mm -hmm. nearest and dearest are ever gonna say i can like do a splits up on the stage or like do a backbend or something Mm -hmm. and nobody's Mm -hmm. gonna think Mm -hmm. twice because they know me you know yeah i feel like i could i could come over and hump you while singing. And nobody, yeah, wants I that don't a like
1: word. that. Here are the things I don't like about private room karaoke. Uh-huh. I feel like it takes a lot of the risk out, as you just said. I feel like there's got to be stranger risk in karaoke okay. to make it fun. <laughs> also, I do worry that my friends like Melody will come over and what? help me, which is something I don't want. <laughs> and do things that are embarrassing that they wouldn't do in public, and I don't want to be a part of that. God, harumph. and then also, I feel like. It's almost like the difference between being in like a large lecture hall and being worried the professor might call on you and then going into like a more, a more intimate, uh, like discussion class. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you're like, oh God, if he calls on somebody, it's one in 10. It's a lot more, you know, like once it goes around the room once, then it's like, Aaron hasn't sang one. And if it's a whole bar, you can be like, there's lots of bitches in this bar that want to sing songs, guys. And it doesn't have to be me. Yeah.
0: Well. There you so, go. Anyway. Yep. Okay. So she invites him to private room karaoke and he accepts the invitation. And she's like, she's still like, mm, he's probably not going to come. But he does. She wears a
1: sexy outfit oh. and he likes it. And they sing everlasting love together. And he sings live in La Vida Loca. Oh my her. God. And they are so hot. They're so hot. so cute together. And they're looking at each other. Uh. All night. They keep
0: on doing like these little private touches, you know, uh-huh. and she keeps on making sure he's stocked with water and wine and also Kleenex, which I thought was so sweet and nice and wonderful. Very you know? sweet. She keeps on, you know, every time she like reaches over him, he'll put his hand on her hip and, and he'll like brush uh-huh. his fingers down her arm and she'll touch his waist when she's talking to him or... Oh, like they're whispering in each other's ears anecdotes about the songs and stuff. And it's just Mm -hmm. like palpably sexy. And then she's like, let's go. Yeah. Well, there is that cast member who's super drunk and says, you guys are so cute together. Is like anything going on? And he freaks the fuck out and freezes. And she's like, Mm -hmm. what? No. That's so funny that you would say that. That's so Mm -hmm. weird. And the cast member's like, I'm so drunk and goes away. (laughs) And then she's like, hey, I'm leaving. And he says, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll come back to the hotel with you. Ooh. And then it's silent on the way home because everybody is just filled with such anticipation. And then they a get lot into, of tension. Ooh, and they get into that elevator and she hits the button for her floor and then blocks the button panel, which is, if I might say, a heffa move. Yes. And then she says, do you want to come up to my room? And he knows exactly what she means, and he knows that he wants that, too. And so he says, Mm -hmm. yes, I do want to come up to your room. Mm -hmm. And you guys, as soon as her shaky hand gets that hotel key out, it is on TM.
1: It is on, like, you want it to be on when the two main characters get into a hotel room and close the door. It's up against the wall on it's it's all it's the, kind, the It's like the on the dining room table. On it's ripping yeah, it's, clothes off. It's lifting off. her up and putting her on the table. <sighs> it's
0: it's good. You guys, it's good stuff. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's good. And she's like, she's like talking about the difference because they don't use tongue on set, but like the Ooh. like the very first they
1: do use meeting in of real their. Life.
0: Oh my gosh, and <laughs> they're like, oh, it's so hot, and he's he's just like all over her tits. And then he says the sexiest word he possibly could in that moment, which is bed. And she's like, yes. And so he takes her over to the bed. Oh, oh, he also says, did you wear this outfit just to drive me wild? And she says, yes, yes. I definitely wore this outfit just for you. I think she says maybe. Yeah, she says maybe at first. Then she's like, okay, fine.
1: (laughs) It's great. But then he said they're, they're on it. And he's like, I don't want to have full-on penetrative sex with you. And yeah. she she thinks her inner monologue is, don't ask why, don't ask why, don't ask why, don't ask why, don't <laughs> no, ask why. Don't ask his why. inner monologue
0: is, don't ask why, don't ask why, don't ask why. Oh, I thought that was no, from her. And no. I thought it was really funny. Like, just <laughs> please, like, restrain yourself. No. Yeah, and so, and she's like, okay, cool. Like, do I still get an orgasm, though? And so... A he, traditional... Highlander, Highlander finger, finger banging. banging yeah well and with, oh, with a
1: side of jerk in it
0: wait the other thing yes? that i love about this this book is the normalization of lube he like starts to, yes, to, yes, to yes. go down I was there just talking so i was just yeah. talking about
1: this in the cult because there was the whole thing with the WAP, like, Shapiro yeah. nonsense. Oh, God. And then people were like, normalize wet pussies. And I was like, that's fine. But I feel like in romance, we've come, we've come all the way around. Like, we've definitely normalized wetness in, totally. in romance. Yeah. Now we need to come back around and normalize lube. Yeah, not everybody is an Anastasia Steele, like, steel
0: like v- yeah. vagina fountain. <laughs>
1: the faucet, the Anastasia Steele vagina fountain yeah. is not not everybody, and yeah, I don't think I've read lube in a romance novel for this podcast. No, not for this podcast, definitely not. And so, so that's he just a lot like of books, puts his
0: hand down her pants, and she's like, "Oh, there's lube in the drawer." And so he just grabs it, no questions asked, whatever. She's yep. also a little bit wet, you know, like a little bit or yeah, whatever. Says she's wet, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, he grabs that lube and he does use that lube. And then she like goes to grab his cock and he's like, no, 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 I've got this because he wants it to be all about her. And so as he's Mm -hmm. fingering her, he puts some lube on his cock and he says like, can I just like take care of it down here? And she's like, yeah, yeah, whatever you want, whatever you want, I'm good. And so he just basically like fingers her and uh, humps her hip a little bit. And Mm -hmm. they both like come super hard and it's incredibly hot and it is wonderful. Wow. It's so good. It's so good. And I think that's where we have to end part one. (gasps) Yeah, I think we do. Yeah. Don't worry, everybody. Part two is going to have like two super hot sex scenes. So don't even worry about it. Yeah. Wow. Don't worry about it. Wow. All right, Erin. What is your lady love? I might botch this
1: because it occurred to me like halfway through when I mentioned um, Maria La Del Barrio, mm. but there's a series, I think it's on Funny or Die mm. that goes through those old school telenovelas and breaks down like the plots from beginning to end and shows you small clips and they are <gasps> yes! hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And one of them is that one. I think they do Marimar as well, but it's they're so funny they're really mm-hmm. funny um so i'm gonna recommend that
0: all right cool you know what i did recently hmm. i did a something Uh-oh. that maybe changed weird. maybe changed quarantine and that is uh-huh. i reached out to a friend who also has small children but like we've never lived in the same city ever and so my text literally said something like i don't know if this is a super weird creepy idea but my kids are bored on the weekend without other kids here and uh, they need like new faces. I still want to have Mm -hmm. them meet new people or whatever. And so do you want to set up a FaceTime date between our toddlers? And she was like, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, that is a great idea. Let's do it. And so on Saturday, right before I started making dinner, We, like, set up our iPads for our toddlers, and they, like, they had a remote play date. Like, they were... Did they like it? They loved it. They immediately became best friends. Ember was asking, like, how far is it to your house? He was working out the logistics of getting there. (laughs) He has asked me no less than three times when we're buying our plane tickets. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they like, they played like this toddler charades game where one of them would pretend to be an animal and the other one would try to guess which one it was. Like Mm -hmm. then they started showing each other all of their toys. It was so fun. So like, I don't know, take a chance. And even if your kid has not met this other kid, see if you can set up a FaceTime date, man. It was great. Yeah. Sounds, sounds good. Sounds like, like you were
1: able to make dinner without dealing with toddlers too.
0: I mean, I still had to be in and out, and like we were, we were both refereeing the conversation well, as yeah, it I went. Didn't, you know? I didn't, you mean
1: that you like, you know, locked him in a cage, but it, no. it seems like it was a good distraction. It was awesome, forever, you yeah. Know, instead of like being underfoot, the whole yeah, 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 time. and That's um,
0: all. and yeah, and then, uh, well, and then the the phone call ended because um, Valor did finally get close enough to the iPad to knock the whole setup down. And then it was dinner time. So, you know, there you go. Mm -hmm. No no awkward goodbyes, (laughs) just a very tiny kid end to the adventure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that's me, lady love. It was great. It was so fun.
1: You can find us on all the places.
0: Yeah, guys. Big merch news too. You've heard about it. Tons of new designs in our new T Public shop. And for you international HBs, we are on Redbubble too. We've heard that shipping is better for you international folks on Redbubble. Yes. And then yeah, Instagram is at Heaving Bosoms. Uh not only do we do all the episode announcements and snippets and you know videos and stuff, but we are also doing a lot of fun things in our story times. And I'm going live more, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. And then um Twitter is at heaving underscore bosoms. Our Facebook page is at Heaving Bosoms Podcast. The Facebook group is the Heaving Bosoms Geriatric Friendship Cult. Our website where you can find all of these things and much, much more, including but not limited to, the link to my new audiobook is at <laughs> heavingbosoms.com and uh our patreon come over to the patreon come over to the patreon we just did a great episode uh with ushma uh
1: one of one of our friends in hbs about uh the indian matchmaking show that Mm -hmm. everybody watched on netflix We've got extras with all of our guest hosts. We've yeah. got... We just did... What's the the Beast Bachelor book that you read? That's one of the... It's called The Ice Bachelor Beast. Barbarians. No. Yeah, we just did that. It is a, oh.
0: It is an uh, Interstellar Brides book. Oh, I'm sorry. It was an Interstellar yeah, Brides. Yeah, yeah. Interstellar
1: yeah. Brides.
0: So we do a bunch of fun stuff over on the Patreon. Um, yeah. Lots of movies. A lot of stuff. Anyway. Movies.
1: We did Palm Springs. Yeah. The best romantic comedy ever made of all time of all time you heard it here folks
0: yep. well actually you heard it on our Patreon
1: <laughs> yeah you heard it also we said it on the episode because it was when my lady loves that's right <laughs> so sorry <laughs> <laughs> this is not an exclusive all right all right keeping I love you, a ba- bye. keeping a badass all oh. oh, right <laughs> and love yourself as much as you love um Zoe in her, her space pants is <laughs> yeah, that what <one> it was
0: <laughs> Zoe in her space pants Woo! It's Whoa. a good show. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> a, it was a great show. Great Hillary show. Duff. Was it Hillary Duff? Is that who that is? No! Uh, nope that's not Hillary Duff.
1: <laughs> no, but that
0: girl, she, she was on Days, though. She is. She maybe still is on Days, but she definitely was she on Days. She might still be. But she's, she also could be married to a hockey. No, hobby. she's not still on Days. <laughs>
1: she's not still on Days.
0: <laughs> Shit.
1: <laughs> she had, like, a name that I know, though. Oh no, is there Duff married to a hockey? Uh oh. Oh no. <laughs> Let's just click stop okay, before bye. it gets worse. <laughs> bye.
0: Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lylas! Okay, back to the show.